At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast. Presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. The official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornet Timecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornet Timecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. Hornets getting set to take on the Philadelphia 76ers in the city of brotherly love. We've got a game preview for that one as the 7-19 and 19 Hornets square off against the 13-12 and 12 Philadelphia 76ers. We're also going to talk about the heavy minutes logged by several of the Charlotte Hornets. We focus a lot on the injured players and we're certainly wishing for a speedy recovery to lessen the load on those currently uh, pulling more than their fair share of the minutes for the roster. But we want to you know, give some flowers to some of those guys that have really gone above and beyond to try and keep the Hornets competitive and keep them with a shot at many of these games. Also, we're going to talk about another podcast that we really enjoy in the Queen City. Uh, Rod Boone, fantastic beat writer for the Charlotte Observer covering the Hornets. He has the Q-City Hornets nest, and he recently sat down with Kai Jones. I want to give him some accolades as well and talk about some of our takeaways from hearing from Kai. Helping me on all these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast and a huge fan of the city of Philadelphia, being from Pittsburgh after all, Rob Longo here with us again. Two out of those three things you said there are true, and I'll let the listeners decide which one is the lie there. Fair enough. Let's start off on the minutes side of this. As I mentioned in the buildup, a lot of the attention is rightfully focused on the end of the bench where all of the injured Hornets have unfortunately been sitting for the majority of the season. LaMelo 
Ball has only appeared in three games so far. Gordon Hayward has missed now 15 overall coming into tonight. Uh, we've seen Cody Martin play just one minute the entire season. These are all guys who are expected to have bigger roles on the team, and unfortunately, with their absence, it's put even more pressure on some of the guys who have had to basically do everything they can to give this team a chance to win night in and night out. And the cumulative effect is certainly being felt right now on the roster. When you look at the leaderboards, most of the time you look at per game stats, whether it's points or rebounds or assists, minutes are included in that. But when you look at the total numbers, it really illustrates how much of an effect this has had on the Hornets. Charlotte has five players who are currently in the top 100 in total minutes played entering last night's games. That's a, a huge amount of workload being put on a small group of individuals. And while some teams do that by choice with a couple of guys, most teams are not looking to put that kind of workload, certainly not this early in the season, on their top players unless of course they have to and the Hornets have been in that position due to injuries all season long yeah and the guys that probably affects the most are those guys that are in the top 75 or so of minutes played and that includes PJ Washington and Kelly Oubre and we might have even saw more from PJ the other night before he got poked in the eye in that Brooklyn game as well so the fact that these guys are starting to produce night in and night out even with that massive amounts of minutes is pretty remarkable, especially a guy like Kelly Oubre, who's been north of 20 for the last seven games now. He's just been playing really, really well, despite playing all those heavy minutes. And then I know we look at total minutes, and that's very important when you take a look at it through 26 games. But then you have guys like Terry Rozier, who missed eight games so far this season, and you look at his minutes per game played on average, and he's around 37.2, which is very, very high. If he would qualify, that would be the most in the association by far. So even though Terry missed missed some time with that ankle. The fact that he's been playing so many minutes in such a short amount of time is also a cause for concern. And by concern, I mean just that the fact that these guys are so tired, because when you go back to that game Friday against the Knicks, I think it was a little bit of a hangover effect from that Wednesday game against Brooklyn, just because Terry and Kelly both played 40 plus minutes in that game because that game was competitive. It was close. The Hornets had a chance to win it. And when you're so many games below 500, you're going to try to win every game out there. Obviously, you're not going to say, okay, we're down 10 with five minutes left. We're just going to go ahead and wave the white flag and put some of these younger guys in here to save some of those veterans. It just does not work like that. Every win matters. Every game matters. You're going to try to win every game. And Friday, the first half of the Hornets looked pretty good. They were only down two going into the second quarter. There was a little bit of a spread there towards the end as the Knicks were able to rattle off a run at the end of the second quarter. And then the third frame is where the Hornets kind of just got tired out. The three-point shooting wasn't there. And why does the three-point shooting fall? Well, mostly you have tired legs couple of shots fall short. There are even a couple of air balls in there as well. So it's a cumulative effect from that regard. And it's one of those things where you just hope that these guys that are injured come back much, much sooner rather than later, just to give everybody else a little bit of a break that's already out there on the floor. And that's a big reason to bring it up here on the podcast, because it is, as you mentioned, a cumulative effect. Training staffs are constantly keeping a monitor on how many minutes guys are playing, how many minutes they're spending on their feet in practice and in shoot arounds as well, trying to keep these amazing athletes as finely tuned as possible and Charlotte now with all of these injuries they're just simply up against it you mentioned Terry Rozier if he qualified would be leading the league in minutes per game he is missing it by one game most teams across the NBA have played somewhere in the neighborhood of 26 27 games Terry's only played in 18 and yet he's top 100 in total minutes played he's one of two players in the NBA 
as of the recording of this podcast, who have played in fewer than 20 games and is on the top 100 list. The other one is Kyrie Irving. He's played in 19. He's only played in 30 more total minutes than Terry has to this point of the season. The five Hornets that have placed themselves at this moment on the top 100 list, Terry Rozier, and then the others have all played in 26 out of 26 games. It's Jalen McDaniels, Mason Plumley, P.J. Washington, and Kelly Oubre Jr., who tops the Hornets at number 20 on this list with 854 minutes played in 26 games. Mentioned before, this is clearly due to injury, and it speaks to the competitiveness, quite frankly, of this Hornets team, because if they weren't in these games, they would certainly dial back the minutes on several of these guys, because if you're not in it, you know why waste those reps in a game that's already out of hand? You can put young guys in and save your best players for another day. But the fact that Charlotte is in these games down to the wire means those guys go down to the wire. When you look at the other players near the top of the list, Kevin Durant stands out. He is number one in the NBA in minutes, and that speaks to where Brooklyn is right now. They have to play Kevin Durant that many minutes to be competitive on a nightly basis. And yes, KD is an MVP type of player, so he has been able to to get the Nets across the finish line a few more times, has them above 500 right now, but you certainly keep your fingers crossed and hope that the cumulative effect doesn't end up hindering him moving forward. That's the fear of every NBA team, and that's why you build your roster for depth. But whether it's because you need KD out there to win these games, as we saw in the the head-to-head matchup with Brooklyn, Durant had to play that many minutes to get a win over a Hornets team that was that beat up, so you got to believe he's got to do that on a nightly basis. And similarly for Charlotte, when you have Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball and Cody Martin and Dennis Smith Jr. all sidelined due to injuries. You don't really have a choice other than to continue to ride Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre, Jalen McDaniels, Mason Plumley, and P.J. Washington for as many minutes as they can possibly give you to do your best to try and stay competitive out there on the floor. They're doing a fantastic job. We're happy to give them their flowers and their accolades, all the positive things they do out there on the floor, but the, the minutes are adding up, and it's something uh, worth keeping tabs on here on the Hornets Hivecast. One of the players who's trying to lessen that load. One of the youngsters is Kai Jones. He's starting to string together some solid performances, had some big dunks in that last game against the New York Knicks, and he recently had a sit-down with Rod Boone, the beat writer for the Charlotte Observer, and also the host of QC Hornets Nest, a podcast covering the Hornets as well. Uh, We got a chance to listen to it. Great job as always done by Rod, and we'll talk about that conversation next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Sentest, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Always like to give accolades to uh, some of the other people covering the Hornets on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, whatever it might be. And if anyone covers them as closely as we try to, it would be Rod Boone of the Charlotte Observer, the beat writer uh, for that publication. He does a fantastic job. We see him all over the country, quite frankly, and certainly at every Hornets home game and practice and shoot around. He is a constant fixture. He does a great job covering the team in print, but also on audio in podcast format with his Q City Hornets Nest podcast. Now, he has some spectacular content there, really good conversations, including one he had recently with with Kai Jones that uh, wanted to bring up. Kai's been getting some more run here, not just at the end of games, but in quality and important minutes. And he is starting to stand out and uh, worthy of having this conversation. Rob, I'll go to you first. What were your takeaways from Rod Boone's conversation with Kai Jones? I think the biggest thing, and it's every time that we hear from Kai, is just his energy and his happiness for the game. He's one of those guys that it's almost impossible to be upset around just because he has that such radiant smile. He's got the electric blue hair. He's just a fun guy to be around. And I think it's one of those things where when he comes into the game now, especially as of late, he just brings so much energy. Yeah, he's going to make mistakes. I mean, he doesn't turn 22 until next month, and he hasn't been playing organized basketball very long. So with all those things considered, mistakes are going to happen, but his athleticism is just so raw. I mean, I think we saw that the other day on that steal and score where he just seemed like to take maybe three dribbles from just beyond half court and throw down a huge dunk. So the energy he brings is remarkable. He's one of those guys that just has to realize what his role is. He just doesn't have to do too much. He has to do the simple thing. He has to set screens, grab the rebounds, and contest shots. And those are just kind of the three basic things that Kai Jones needs to do. And the fact that he's now starting to see more minutes shows that he's been able to do that in practice. Because when you heard coach Clifford at the beginning of the season talking about Nick Richards saying he just has to simplify his game and he'll find minutes out there on the floor. Now he's the backup center. I'm not saying Kai Jones is going to be the backup for anytime soon, but the fact that he's getting more minutes proves that he's doing the little things right in practice. He's proving that he's able to go out there on the floor and compete and not have a drop-off compared to the starters. So the fact that we've seen all those things means that he's moving in the right direction. But overall, the biggest takeaway from that interview with Rod Boone is just how much he loves the game, how much excitement he brings, how much energy he brings, and all those things are just such a positive here for this Hornets team. I mean, the reality is he is the backup four right now for the Hornets. Very different skill set than P.J. Washington brings, but Kai Jones' previous game against the Knicks, now P.J. was with foul trouble, so that was a big part of the reason why these minutes were this way, but P.J. played 22 minutes, Kai Jones played 20. So he's getting more more opportunities out there, and, and he's earned it. The biggest thing I've heard in conversations with the coaching staff and Coach Steve Clifford in particular is the work Kai Jones has has done off the view of the general public in games is really noteworthy because it's a lot easier to develop when you're out there on the floor, you're making mistakes and you're, you're learning from them in real time and real game action. It's a lot more difficult to do when you're only working 
primarily in practice and you're not getting those NBA reps and Kai Jones has managed to do it and his athleticism certainly stands out but his performances are getting better and better biggest cause for concern I would say right now are are some of the offensive fouls and some of the breakdowns defensively but that's common amongst all young players and keep in mind he's still just 21 years old he has that electric personality and he has that determination to work hard a couple of things that I took away from the conversation he had with Rod Boone one was you know his dedication to the game he talked about you know he's got members of his family he's a very close circle of friends but for the most part he didn't necessarily say that he was a loner but he said he's dedicated to working out in the gym he loves the fact that being in the NBA means he's got relatively unlimited access to training facilities and he can go in and wherever he wants to uh, get his work in and get extra work in and continue to push himself to his limits the other big takeaway I have from him and this is the biggest thing that stands out about Kai Jones when you see him is the blue hair and we all assume that it was you know clearly Hornets teal but he said it goes even deeper than that it goes from his roots being from Nassau and the Bahamas also his love of Dragon Ball Z I gotta admit I'm an old guy, I guess. I don't have as much familiarity with Dragon Ball Z, but I'm taking his word for it. But it's just one of the things that makes Kai such a special person. And, you know, along with LaMelo Ball, I think those are the two guys that when you're around them, you just can't help but smile. And they just bring joy to everything you do, whether things are going well for the team or poorly for the team. Hang around Kai Jones. It'll bring a smile to your face and make your day a lot brighter. Funny Kai story that I might be able to tell is when we had our media day, you brought donuts into the radio studio for some of the guys and PJ Washington was doing a couple of liners for us. And then Kai Jones just randomly busts in and goes, I heard there's donuts in there. And like, it was one of those things where it's like, Kai, you'll get your donut whenever you come in here. But he was just so impatient. He wanted one. So it's just kind of the persona and the personality that Kai has. I think that just kind of encapsulates it all at once. He had some moments to smile about last game for the Hornets, a steal and score, a breakaway dunk, four rebounds. He's playing more and more minutes. And also, quite frankly, a game that Charlotte lost by 19. Kai Jones was a minus one in the plus minus. So not to say that, you know, if, if he had played 48 minutes, the, the team might have, uh, you know, had a, a narrow one. That's unlikely because as we just talked about, minutes are cumulative. Eventually, even the best athletes in the world and young kids like Kai Jones, who's just 21 years old, will wear down. But he really had a strong performance out there overall. Two blocks of steel. He was our defensive player of the game. Hopefully he has another similar effort in store tonight. Hornets are taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. A game day edition of the Hornets Hivecast will preview the contest for you next here on the HHC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets game day edition. We're ready to preview Hornets versus 76ers. And do want to give one more plug for our, our good friend Rod Boone of the Charlotte Observer. That conversation we were just talking about he had with Kai Jones is available right now on the Q City Hornets Nest. I'm a big believer, Rob Longo, that podcasts, you know, you can never have too much or enough information on some of your favorite players and teams. So if you're a Hornets obsessed enough to be listening to us daily, recommend you listen to Rod Boone and his conversation with Kai Jones as well. Yeah, couldn't say it any better. Rod's one of those guys that's always in and around the team. He's probably second to none when he comes to covering the team or being around the team to you. So that just kind of shows how much information Rod has and what he's able to provide to the general public for Hornets coverage. And he's also one of our favorite guests to have here on our podcast as well. But today, Rob Longo, you're with me, and we are previewing Hornets versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Charlotte, of course, with a record of 7-19. and They're really within a game right now of the basement of the Eastern Conference. They've lost four in a row, 16 of their last 20. The storyline has overwhelmingly been the injuries, but because of the injuries, it's added additional workload. And the other night against the Knicks was really one of the first times this season where it felt like it had all come to be too much that Charlotte was giving it every ounce they had, but just were undermanned and the the dam maybe broke a little bit and allowed the Knicks to pull away earlier than most of the Hornets' recent opponents, even some who are playing much better basketball, quite frankly, were able to. So Hornets are feeling it right now, hopefully with a few less minutes on some of those main guys, they're able to rebound and have a solid performance tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. Philly got an overtime win recently against the Lakers, but prior to that, they lost a couple in a row, including one to Houston, who is uh, right at the basement right now of the Western Conference. So overall, I wouldn't say they're playing their best basketball. They're in a grouping that includes Brooklyn and Indiana and Atlanta and the Knicks and the Raptors and the Heat, who are all right around 500 within a game or two either way. And one week can send them up to the top five, and another week could send them all the way back to the bottom of the play-in tournament bracket. It's that tight right now. And so Charlotte, an opportunity here against a Eastern Conference foe to make up some ground, but they're going to see a very different 76ers team than the first time these two met. That was uh, not too long ago, a few weeks, and that one, Philadelphia was dealing with its own injury issues. They had no Joel Embiid, no James Harden for that one. Charlotte, of course, was playing without LaMelo Ball at the time, but it was one of their relatively healthier days. Rob, Gordon Hayward, and Terry Rozier on the floor at the same time. What could be better than that, given the way the injuries have gone this season, and the Hornets were able to take advantage for a 107-101 to victory. Okay, that's the tail of the tape for everything leading up to this one. Now let's preview the game, Rob. We need players to watch and a stat to watch. You get to pick first. Well, one more note before we get started on all these topics is when you take a little bit more of a scouting report at that Philadelphia game from Friday night against the Lakers, that game should have never went to overtime as Matisse Thybul fouled Austin Reeves while he was chucking up a three-pointer late in the game. Reeves went two for three from the free throw line to able to force overtime. So the Sixers starters played heavy, heavy minutes in that one. Tobias Harris played 42 minutes. Joel Embiid 
Didier played 46 minutes. DeAnthony Melton played 43. James Harden played 47. He's another guy that's really, really high up there in those minutes per game that we were talking about back in the first segment. So when we take a look at this, let's start with Sixers player to watch. And I think, you know, it's one of those things where I hate taking the obvious pick, but the obvious pick here is Joel Embiid. I know he played 46 minutes the other night, finished with 38 points. That ended up being a game high in that one, 12 rebounds, five assists. The thing that scares me about Joel Embiid is the fact that he only went to the free throw line eight times in that game against the Lakers. And the way that the Hornets played on Friday, and again, maybe this goes back to the tired legs and the fatigue, is they fouled a lot. They got into foul trouble early and often. You can't have a guy like Joel Embiid go to the free throw line 15 times like we've seen him in the past. So Joel Embiid's my player to watch, 14-19 from the field in that game Friday, 3-4 for four beyond the arc. You're going to have to guard him on the perimeter as well, but when it's all said and done, he's been a finalist for the MVP award the last couple of seasons, and there's a reason why, so he's my player to watch. Can't argue with him. He, he is an MVP candidate if he plays in enough games and the Sixers win at the rate they feel they're going to probably is going to have a good shot to uh, take home that trophy at the end of the season. Since you took an obvious guy, I'll take someone a little less obvious. James Harden would clearly be you know, one of the more obvious players and someone to be concerned about. But as with many teams that are in this boat where you've got two bona fide, probably Hall of Famers, certainly All-Stars and MVP candidates, it's not enough just to have those two. You have to have someone running with them for the results to go your way. And one who's really been running well here so far in the month of December is DeAnthony Melton. He's made at least three threes in each of his first three games of this month. He's averaging 18.3 points per game so far this month. Huge escalation for him there. I think he was averaging closer to 10 or 11 in the prior two months. And he's coming off a season-high 33-point performance in the win over the Lakers in overtime where he went 8 for 12 from three. So he is definitely a hot hand heading into this one and as much attention as the Hornets have to dedicate to Harden and Embiid, uh, you can't allow a third guy to go for similar numbers to those two. DeAnthony Melton did in their most recent game. In fact, he outscored James Harden in that one so he's certainly worthy of keeping an eye on. Also, very good defensive player. Melton had seven steals. Uh, He was a big part of the reformation a little bit of that 76ers squad. They acquired him from Memphis, and they were very happy with the return so far, I'd imagine, particularly after he helped them defeat the Lakers the other night. Where would you like to go next? Hornet to watch or a statistic to watch? Let's keep it in the player realm. Let's go with Hornets player to watch, and I'm going to key in on Terry Rozier. Now, Terry did have what ended up being a team-high 24 points in that game Friday against the Knicks, but the thing that was noteworthy is the fact that half of those points came in the fourth quarter, and the Hornets were trailing. Terry did all he could to get that team back into striking distance there in the fourth quarter, but the thing I need to see from Terry a little bit more is just consistent even scoring throughout the game. It's great that he had the 24 points because, again, without him, we have no idea where this Hornets team would have been in Friday's loss, but at the end of the day, the 20 four is great, but maybe sprinkle it over four quarters a little bit, you know, six points in the first quarter, six in the second, just trying to be a little bit more consistent to keep this team afloat, I think could go a long way. So that's the reason why I'm taking a look at Terry Rozier as my player to watch just so, you know, we know he can score in bunches, but at the end of the day, I would like to see them be a little bit more consistent over four quarters. He does have seven consecutive games of 20 points or more averaging 24 points per game throughout that span. He has had lower scoring first halves over even this streak. I think part of that is he's such a big focal point of the game plan for the opponents that they're trying to take away certain things. And I do think it's a credit to Terry as well as the coaching staff that they're making halftime adjustments and finding ways to counter 
whatever the opposition is doing so Terry reaches those 20-point thresholds, and more importantly, more often than not, the Hornets stay in the game. So I think it's worth pointing out, and I, I think you're you're right to do that. But at the same time, with all the firepower the Hornets are missing, Terry Rozier, he's doing a fantastic job. I don't think you're arguing counter to that. It's difficult. It's difficult to score that many points in the NBA when you are not the number one focus of the opposing defenses, which makes so many of these great players in the NBA that much more impressive. And Terry right now is as impressive as anyone, in my opinion, right now going in the association. My player to watch here for the Hornets, I'm tempted to go a lot of different directions, but I want to give credit to Kelly Oubre Jr. He also is on a very long streak of 20-point performances. You never know how long these are going to last, but Kelly now seven consecutive games of 20 points or more. That is the longest streak now officially of his career. He also had a six-game one last season. Believe it or not, in December, it was December 1st through December 13th. He had six straight games then of 20 or more. He now has seven straight of 20 or more. And just as we ask, where would the Hornets be without Terry Rozier? Got to ask the same thing when it comes to Kelly Oubre. I think you can argue you'd like to see a little bit stronger three-point shooting from Kelly. If we're going to nitpick on one guy, might as well nitpick on the other. But just as I think there is a good reason why Terry has not had as big of first quarters or first halves so far in this season. I think there's a similar reason for Kelly Oubre, and that is just general fatigue with all of these minutes, and he is also a higher focal point on opposing teams' scouting reports. Kelly Oubre last year shot 34% from beyond the arc, not quite, but close to a career high in his first year with the Hornets. This season, it's down around 30-31% right now, and I think that has everything to do with how much attention he's drawing from the opposition, and and yet still, he's finding ways to contribute big numbers on a nightly basis. 22 the other day against the Knicks. Likely the Hornets are going to need another 20-point performance from him if they are going to get a W tonight in Philadelphia. Last thing to check in on, we need a stat to watch. My stat to watch is going to be points in the paint. When you take a look at Charlotte the other night, they had 54 points in the paint in that loss to the Knicks. Now the Sixers on the other side had 46 and that's not a huge disparity by any means but when you take a look at a guy that can beat you it goes back to my player to watch which of course is Joel Embiid. When you take a look at Joel Embiid I know he's only played in 17 games so far this season but he's having one of his worst seasons shooting beyond the arc right now. He's shooting about 31% in comparison last year he shot 37% from beyond the arc. The year prior to that when he was also an all-star he shot 38% from beyond the arc so he was very consistent. He has a little bit of a downslope here right now. I understand it's a little bit of a small sample size, but if you want to take a look at something else that's on a small sample size, it's his two-point percentage inside the arc. He's shooting 57% from inside the three-point line this season so far. That is by far a career best. So the further out you can push Joel Embiid toward the three-point line, the better chance you have to win. So that's why points in the paint is my stat to watch tonight. It's a good one. I think trying to goad Embiid and to shoot as many threes as he'd like. Hey, bet you can't do it, big fella. Maybe that'll that'll help your chances. He's lethal from everywhere. And when he's got his three-point shot going, I don't know how you stop the man. But uh, Charlotte, they'll hopefully have better answers than I've just provided there and, and certainly scoring in the paint has been a strength for the Hornets. They're actually number one in the NBA in percentage of their offense scored in the paint. Almost 50% of their points comes from inside of the paint. My stat to watch, this is pretty simple. It's field goal attempts. Charlotte has been a poor shooting team all season. You can't sugarcoat it. We're a third of the way into the season. Hornets are 32% from three, 44% from the field, 73% from the line. All of those are in the bottom three or four of the NBA and then affect 
effective field goal percentage, which kind of takes a look holistically at how many points are available per shot and how many are you making when you take those shots. Charlotte is last. They're at 50.2 effective field goal percentage, 30th out of 30 teams. The recipe to fix that Take more shots. That comes down to forcing turnovers. That comes down to offensive rebounds. Both things that the Hornets have done a pretty good job in over the course of the season. It's why they've been as competitive as they have been. But until they get more guys back, in particular some of their stronger shooters like Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball, the answer right now is take more shots than your opponent and do it by a significant margin. When you look at what the Hornets did against the Knicks, Charlotte realistically didn't shoot that badly. They were right on par with New York in terms of field goal percentage, but the Knicks took nine more shots due to turnovers and offensive rebounds, and that ended up being the end of the story when Charlotte beat Philadelphia earlier this year. 107-101 to was the final, and yeah, James Harden wasn't there. Joel Embiid wasn't there. That helps, but the Hornets also ended up taking six more shots than the 76ers did. That was a huge boost to helping this team get the victory. So field goal attempts is it for me. Not saying if they take 10 more than Philadelphia, they'll instantly win, but it will certainly help their chances. Rob Longo, I know no matter how it pans out, you will have a breakdown of uh, tonight's game for all the fans tomorrow right here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. As always, we will. Appreciate you. Appreciate all of you tuning in as well. For Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along and we will have our breakdown edition. Hopefully it's a winning edition tomorrow here of the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.